brew. Right. Got my brew here. We got Devin Newberry here, Hello. my buddy from UCLA. So happy to be here. Happy to be chatting. Happy to be back. I haven't it's been good here to forever. have you back. Yeah. So yeah. Been lonely without you and Try. <laughs> <laughs> like I need my friends. But you had a good one with Haley. Yeah. That one was rad. Had a great time with Haley and yeah. Zana before that. And Zana. And Zana yeah. was great because we spent New Year's up at her ranch, mm-hmm. um, and so we were like, all right, well let's just continue the weekend. Yeah. And so we spent like Friday, Saturday, so Sunday. The it ranch looks, is awesome. It looks gorgeous. It's beautiful. How's the chicken coop? It's, it's so cool. It's so cool. Like Zana built it, mm-hmm. like with her hands. It's amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. It's funny. Like you look at Zana, and she's like, like this cute person with this like really sort of like almost a dainty personality. Yep. And she's out there like scooping chicken poop and filling <laughs> coops and stuff. Yeah. Did, was Zana on the team when you were there? No, she left the year before I got there. Just missed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just missed her and the McNamara's and Sarah. But I got Sav. So you got Sav. It, all, it all worked out. You guys have had so many good players come through that program. Yeah. It's, it's like a pretty crazy list. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, we had a good run. Fun. I miss it. I like. I was so ready to be done with school, like the school part of it. So I was like, I want to be done. And now I went to, they had some college event. Well, I don't know what it was called. At the Manhattan Pier yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And no, more like a month or two ago. Yeah. And I went and I was wearing... A hat and sunglasses, which I usually don't wear sunglasses. I'm getting much better about it, but especially when I'm not playing, I never yeah. have sunglasses on. And I showed up to watch, and I already felt I felt so old. I'm like, I feel like I haven't been here so long. It was literally a couple months ago. And on top of that, no one recognized me. Not one. But they're like, I didn't recognize you. You're you're not wearing UCLA stuff, and you're wearing sunglasses. I'm like, it feels like I haven't been here in like a decade. I literally had no idea who I was, but it was so weird to sit and watch them play. I was like, why am I not playing? Yes. I miss it. Yeah, it was pretty it. strange yeah. to see you outside. <laughs> You're like, what is going on? Okay. Oh, it's man. funny because like, you guys can have the best of both worlds. Right now, because Savvy's limited to AVP and the professional stuff, mm-hmm. but you can do both. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. huge for us. Uh, that's like one of my favorite parts, too, about the sport is the summers of it because it's like you just come off of a really intense season and then you get like a couple weeks break. Yeah. But not too long to where like you're rusty and stuff. Then you just get to go straight into the AVPs. Yeah. So yeah. it's really fun and you guys are all like firing coming in because everybody <laughs> well, else that's like the first competition her. are you yeah. kidding me this summer <laughs> oh my gosh balled yeah. out that was so fun the AVPs are good I love the qualifiers too like I think a lot of people get scared of them now because like so many college girls are coming through mm-hmm. there yeah and just like because it's you one and done like it's yeah. you walk into the day and you have no idea what's going to happen mm-hmm. but then and then making the main draw is like unbelievable I couldn't think like I couldn't imagine a place where like that's my normal yeah. like you're just in the main draw yeah but the qualifiers are crazy now like every match is tough from the very start because when I was like 14 or 15 playing my first ones it was like you could get an easy one in the beginning yeah. but yeah. not anymore Which, it is so cool that you're playing qualifiers when you were that young uh, yeah that's awesome yeah it was fun me and Lindsay we used to play I think it was we qualified for our first one in Hermosa and then we made Manhattan the next or okay. two weekends later. And it was like, we had no idea what to do. We were freaking out. <laughs> I did not step foot into that player's tent. Like the two best events. Oh I was my like, there's gosh, no way so I'm walking fun. in there. Yeah. And then we ended up playing one of our um, old assistants. So that was weird for Lindsay. <laughs> I wasn't there yet. So I was like, it's fine. But Lindsay was a little weirded out by it. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. You guys played... I mean, even now you mentioned the tough draws. Like your Manhattan draw was brutal. Like you played yeah. what Charlie Ekstrom and Macy, mm-hmm. and then Ia and 
Um, Lydia. Yeah. And then you beat someone really good after that, too. The sisters. The Van Guns. The Van Guns. Van Guns. Yeah. Yeah. like, damn, that's we a gnarly road. Yeah. yeah, that was absolutely gnarly. And we had just, so I had had COVID, too, that week at the week before. Okay. So Delaney and I were stressing the whole week. I was like, I can't work out. I can't because I was really sick from it too. Mm-hmm. So then we had like a I two day turnaround. Oh yeah. And I went out with Megan Bergdorf, like because we had a place in Manhattan Beach. So we went out with Megan Bergdorf and Megan was just drilling us for like yeah. a good hour and a half. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> was that the day the day before the, the day qualifier? Before the qualifier. Was it at yeah. the qualifier site? Yeah. Okay. So I was staying at a house Right on the strand, a family yeah. friend of ours, and I remember watching that, and you guys yeah. were just having the most intense practice <laughs> yeah. ever. I was like, "What? Why are they doing yeah, this?" Yeah, I like needed it because yeah. I I did not know how I was going to make it through that next day. But Delaney too. I mean, she is like truly one of the best people in the entire yeah. world, and I stand by that forever. Mm-hmm. So playing with her after COVID made it a lot better and an easier <laughs> transition. But yeah, it was gnarly. You gnarly and Delaney there. together have, like, the most swagger I've seen on one side <laughs> yeah. of a beach volleyball court. Yeah, she's, like, I just have so much, such a love for that person. so funny, because off the court, too, she's so just sweet and, like, yeah. innocent, and she gets on the court, I'm like, you're such she's a She's gnarly, yeah. And she's only going like this. Like, yeah. she's getting so good. Yeah. Oh, I see big things for her mm-hmm. in the future. Like, she, every time I, like, get on the court with her, because, like, it's really a lot of players, like, underestimate people like Delaney where it's like you think she's just gonna do like your typical like high line shoot whatever but that girl is full of everything like even when we she when we would play against her versus USC versus UCLA it was Megan Murray and Jacqueline and like every time like we knew what was coming like we watched so much video of both teams Mm -hmm. but she still like even though she stuck to the stuff like you still couldn't get it like they were the gnarliest matches that's how you yeah. know you're good when they know yeah. when you know what's coming and you still can't. You stop. still can't yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. next level. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. So and she's. Then, then we had to play them. That was so yeah. fun, but also the most stressful yeah. thing. I mean, like we, me and Zana were so. First of all, thanks, Zana, for her asking me to play. For the rest <laughs> of my life, I'll say thank you. I literally like me and Abby lost, and she came over to me. She's like, "Do you want to play tomorrow?" I was like, "Are you lying? Like what?" <laughs> so we go and we're trying to figure out how to split block, and we had to play them. I'm like, "This is like." The worst team to have to play, right? They're like on fire, and we had to figure out what we were doing. And they, I mean, you guys were so incredible, like that whole, yeah, that was the whole f- weekend. Was that just was a fun first match. Awesome. Those freezes too, they just make everything fun. They go forever. Ever. <laughs> Your second match was insane. That was that took so long. I like rewatched it back the other day, and I was just like pinching myself. I was like, because there was like the first set. We won the first set, but really close, like 24, yeah. 22, something like that. And then the second set, we were we had the freeze, but then they got like five points like yeah. in the mm-hmm. span of 30 minutes. And then it came a third set, and the same thing with the freeze. It was yep. brutal. But like you can't really be like sad after that. Like right. I wasn't like crying or like really upset. I was like yeah. just blown away. I was like, yeah. okay, you, you guys get it. You it was a great it. match. And you guys yeah. had like a big crowd because Delaney yeah. was playing right after that. Yeah. And so we went out, like, yeah. I warmed them up, and then we were out there watching, and we were just like, all right, you guys were up, like, 2018 at the yeah. like, all right, like, ready to go. And yeah. then 45 minutes later, you're yeah. matching. I'm like, it's just this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that just happened. Yeah. yeah it the took freeze a is so fun when you're down, and when yeah. you're up, it's, like, the most stressful. It's stressful. That's what I figured out this summer. I'm like, I yeah. do not want to, like, being up in the freeze, you, it's just, you put so much pressure on yourself to finish. When you're down, it's like you got nothing to lose. Oh, yeah. of course, back, yeah. Coming back. You're doing crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. My opinion on the freeze varies every match, depending yeah. on if I'm up or down. In yeah, the freeze. of course. When I'm down like 14-6, <laughs> I'm like, yes. Good job, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that rule. 
Yeah. The muffin like really good. <laughs> Is that an order this? ring? Yeah, I actually just got the it the one? other week. How do you like it? Yeah. I'm undecided because I had, I was wearing the whoop for all of last mm-hmm. year, but then I just decided to change. And then I, since I was in like, I was not playing for a little bit. Yeah. I didn't have much to track, mm-hmm. so I didn't know. But I'm kind of liking it. Just big the past guy. couple days. Yeah, you're yeah, a big whoop I, guy. I like the whoop. I yeah. like the whoop, too, because I just really like the way they show it on the app, too. Yeah. I'm not used to this one as much, but I feel like once I, like, get the gist of it, I'll be yeah. fine. And I think I also like it because it's the first one I've ever, like, kind of tracker I've ever had. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's five and a half hours of sleep, I guess, is not great. No. So once you start tracking that stuff, mm-hmm. you start to kind of make the improvements you need to make. So I think yeah. I like it. I think if I started with a Fitbit or an Aura Ring, yeah. I'd probably love that, too. Yeah. That's um, what the big thing for me was, is sleep, because I, yeah. like, could not figure out my sleep problems for the life of me. Like, mm-hmm. I just am a late-night person. Yeah. And then I got the, or, or I got the whoop, and then it was, like, the efficiency and, like, what how deep of sleep you're going. I'm like, oh, my God, this is not enough. <laughs> and, like, Stein would always be, like, you, like, if you're not sleeping eight hours, your muscle recovery, this, this, this. I was like, oh, my God, what am I missing out on? Yeah. So, yeah. And it's crazy when they, because whoop sends you the, um, like I sent you the year assessment, and it's so disheartening to see like your average sleep. Like I was averaging like six, six hours, hours and thirty three yep. minutes or yeah. something. I was like, this is terrible. Yeah, no wonder no. everything hurts. Well, just because you're in bed for eight hours doesn't mean you're sleep. That's, right. that's no, what I discovered. Yeah. Is like, and I get up to go to the bathroom like once in the night, and like even last night I went to bed super early. I was so yeah. tired. I was in bed for like ten and a half hours, and I slept for eight eight hours and like twenty minutes. So my score was pretty high, but like. Yeah. I had 25 minutes of deep sleep, and I was mm-hmm. up for two Whoa. hours. I'm like, why am I not? I can't get into deep sleep. No. So if anyone has any tips for me. Like, <laughs> I know you shouldn't be drinking. Like, the drinking stuff kill. There's so many different factors. Yeah. But like, I have such a hard time getting into deep sleep. Yeah. So that's why I liked it. I ordered the new one, so I'm waiting to get the new one because it's a little bit different. Uh-huh. So I had this. This is like the Oh, you have an aura ring, too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why I asked because I, oh. I keep seeing people getting it. Every, yeah. Aura ring's going around right I, now. Yeah. yeah. It's a big well, new thing. I think thing. with, like, April and Taylor and everyone having I think that like I keep seeing it. That's what made mm-hmm. me get it. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like yeah. seeing them have it. And I can't play in a like an Apple Watch or I can't play with anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as big, so I can maybe play that, but this thing this just made more sense. It's actually it it popped off a few times. Really? Yeah. We were playing mm-hmm. um this Israeli team that had like two huge jump surfs and anytime I would pass, it just like it popped <laughs> it. So off. I was like trying to like hold it. <laughs> and, and swing <laughs> and so I just I dropped it uh, during the match a couple times yeah. um, but it, it's it's been fine yeah. and I thought it would be distracting but now it's almost like something fun for me to fidget with yeah like that and like my Same. wedding ring when server sees yep. I'm nervous yep. I'm just like that's what I do with this <laughs> I'm constantly touching it yeah. it's so nice do you play with that yeah, that thing's mm-hmm. huge I know that's what I've I was lifting weights today and I didn't realize like this and I was like going to do a hex bar and it like yeah. grabbed. I was like, Ooh, yeah. I don't know if I can do that anymore. <laughs> no, it's really, it's yeah, it's big. And I never wear rings either, so it was a, it was an adjustment yeah. for sure. But once, now it's the same thing. I fidget with it. Mm-hmm. I have a tan line now, so it's yeah. like mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm pretty I'm more used to it now. When I take it off to charge it, I'm like I feel so yeah. naked without it. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, for a couple months. Does does Stein um, use some of the information, like your recovery information? That like, does UCLA encourage you guys to wear that stuff? No, no, he's never. He's kind of like seen them and thought that they were funny, okay. like just because Lex wears ones too. But um, he's like, he has like big like his actually big thing right now is like a lot of like mindfulness and like okay. reading and like taking time to recover. So I think that's being pushed a lot in our team, and then like 
our whole team mantra right now is just like sleep and recover because yeah. like mm-hmm. the injuries is just crazy and like especially when you have like a month break and then you come back it's yeah. like everyone's broken for yeah. a week or two yeah. before yeah. you get going so recovery is a big it's one. funny that everyone breaks after a month off yeah and it just shows you like you just can't stop moving or doing no, something. No, you really can't. Because anytime you yeah. stop, you just come back and it's a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the lifting thing. I feel like people want to come back and mm-hmm. at least for me when I would come back. I mean, I got, most of my injuries came from lifting. So I'd come in and yeah. try and prove myself and do something. Mm-hmm. I don't have great form and I try and outlift whoever. Yeah. Of course I'm competitive. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get injured because you're just, you don't yeah. lift, you take your time and then you come back and that's I mean that's always how it is like this yeah. time of the year I feel like and it's cold out and it, you're, yeah. never, you're never fully warm and yeah it's always it's yeah the first couple practices back we had a couple girls out just like immediately because I also think people like really January is a crazy time for us just because we're figuring out partners and like you start really competing for your spot so mm-hmm. people come in and they just want to go so hard yeah which is like amazing and like that's what makes our team so awesome but yeah. At the same time, a little people love to go too hard, yeah. so we have to like reel it back a little bit. Yeah, especially college kids. Like, oh, you guys are pretty much invincible. Yeah, that's what everyone thinks. And then you're out for like three weeks. You're like, Wait a yeah. second. Something changes when you're in high school. I remember like going to all the CBA tournaments. I would never warm up. They're like, you're on yeah. right now, and you go play. And then you yeah. get to college, and why do you have to do an hour warm up? Like, what changed? I, like, I don't know. I, I don't know that either. It's it takes a while to warm up now. Sometimes, like, we, I remember when Jeff Alzina was there for a little bit, like, he would just want to get going right away. Yep. He's, like, the yep. type who's, he like, is. you don't need he it. Is. You just go. You yeah. just go. Yeah. But we do a long dynamic now. Stein's all about the... Yeah, and the bands and the... And the yeah. yeah. How's Which he been? Is good. He's really good. I he, know. He's, like, he has been, like, the most peaceful and, like, just positive person. Like, him and Jenny both, they, yeah. and Maria being, like, a new addition yeah. for us. Yeah is so cool. I was really nervous to have her because like, I didn't know her that well. I just knew her as Lexi's partner for this past summer. And oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And I had practiced with her once in the summer and she's intense. Like she just yeah. knows how to coach too. Cause we weren't, we were playing like against each other in, um, a practice and she was still coaching me and yeah. I didn't, it wasn't announced that she was like the assisting it. I was yeah. like, dang. I was like, okay, yeah. Like I need to, yeah, I'll square up. And then she comes out and it's announced. And I was like, yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. I was telling them on one of the podcasts, like a couple of times ago, I, when I played against her and Lexi in service, she was going like this to me. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh. She joined. So yeah. gnarly. She's gnarly. I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. She's hellish. But she seems, she's so chill off the court. Super. Yeah. Super. She'll like join in in a bunch of our practices and yeah. it's the same competitive level. Like she doesn't like take it easy just because no, like no, no. she gets a full warm up in, like she's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. She's doing her bands and then she's yeah. in the game. Yeah. It's really good for us. How is she yeah. compared to Jose? Because they both kind of have that Brazilian yeah, energy going they're on. They're really different. I Well, partially because like Jose, like, the blocking coach for me like he just transformed like our blockers yeah and then maria is like just like her iq level of the game they both have like the same idea of like you need to have your footwork down and like this step's really important this step's really important but maria's like super um i mean she's like a baller on defense so like for our defenders i think that that's like really huge but she's also like she just knows the game so well and she's been doing it for years so she's like overall a huge help. Like if you ask anything, she's pretty on point with it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's so cool to see the coaching staffs 
on, like across all of the NCAA. Yeah. It's amazing. Like you yeah. guys have Stein, an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Like you had an Olympian as your one of the best players in the world as your volunteer I last know. year. And then Jenny's incredible. Yeah. Like it's so cool to see like you guys coming out. Like no wonder the college system is just producing yeah. these amazing yeah. talents. Having yeah. Stein and Jenny just to begin with yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And then you look back at all of our volunteer assistants and it's like how did we get Sean Fallowfield? I know. I think it was Jeremy K. Spear. It was Sean, and then it was Jeff Alzina, and then it was Irene Pollock, and yeah. then it was Jeremy, which we didn't get the full season with him, which sucked, and then mm-hmm. it was Jose, mm-hmm. and now it's Maria. Yeah. Like, it's just great the people Pretty that good. we get as our volunteers. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are these people? Like this is insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're so lucky. But then yeah, across the board, other other colleges, all the other it's schools insane. have it. Yeah. Gosh, I know. I know. How much have you seen your game grow? Because I remember, I mean, when we were in La Paz, when you were just in high school, I was oh like, damn, God, yeah. she's really freaking good. <laughs> and then now you're like an AVP baller, like <laughs> crushed in the NCAA. It's so weird because I think that, like, like, looking back, like, in high school and in, like, my freshman, like, the freshman year that I kind of had, it was, like, kind of, like, smooth coasting. Like, I never really understood that, like you really have to put in the work to, like, get results. Because, like, I was getting off, like, looking back so easy. Like, I'm, like, a tall, lanky girl. And so, like, I got off a lot with a lot. But then, like, we got into quarantine, and I was just, like, I remember I had a final meeting. Like, it was a Zoom meeting, like, our end-of-the-season one with Jenny and Stein. And I was, like, you guys, like, I promise, like, I am going to work so (laughs) hard this summer, and I am going to come back and, like, like get on my stuff and so then I spent that whole quarantine just like in my backyard just setting to myself or like working out every day and then I came back and like I felt like such a switch for myself of like okay now I actually know like every single ball matters to me and like every single uh, like thing I hear from the coaches like I'm like mentally taking a note and I'm gonna think about it later and like video is huge and so I was also like the difference too for this year is like I'm a, like the older one now, which yeah. is crazy to me. I was say like, you're in a leadership role. Yeah, now. which yeah. is so different than I'm used to because we've done like two years now of just like I'm listening to people like Sav and like I don't really need to do that because right. like we've got incredible leaders. But this year is like totally different, but because we've got a lot of young players and a lot of people, yeah. we lost like huge players for us. And so the new freshmen and sophomores are going to have to like take the place and stuff. But it's weird because it's not like, I mean, we have Lexi too and Riley who like completely take leadership and same with Jaden and Abby and Lindsay, even though she's out right now, like everyone takes their fair share. So I feel like that's a big switch for us this year. It's like new people taking leadership. It's it's funny to look at you as one of the older ones because in my mind, because you were sort of robbed of what your your freshman year, yeah, my right? freshman year. And so yeah. to me, you're still like a sophomore. Yeah. You're still kind of an underclassman. Eligibility wise, yeah, I am. You're taking yeah. a leadership <laughs> yeah. role. It's, it's cool to see. Yeah, you guys are so young. Do you, Super young. Do you have seniors? Yeah. Well, it kind of goes in and out because everyone gets another year. So yeah. we there's just, not one person that has zero eligibility yeah. after this year. Leah, I guess it's just Leah, Leah left. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Leah's okay. our like true senior who's going to leave or okay. has decided she's going to leave, and then. Um, we just got two new transfers. So we got Pawnee from okay. Hawaii and then we have Marley from Florida. Okay. So oh, she been, she, I, saw, yeah. I saw on Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, she's yeah, there. Yeah, she just got here and she is one, the absolute sweetest person I've ever <laughs> met in my life. And two, she's a baller. Like she reminds me a lot of Jacqueline where mm-hmm. she like, 
they come from indoor and like they're these big girls who like just want to learn. And so she's just taking in every single second. So, so yeah. So we've got a lot of like older girls, but nobody who's like, nobody's who's really been in that position before of like having to like take leadership. No one that's been at UCLA since the beginning. Exactly. So no one's like been there and seen all of it. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely different too. But I just think it's cool that you guys are all taking your own leadership role because I like being a senior and feeling like, okay, only the seniors can do it. Like, that's how it yeah. always was. Because, like, when we won, it was, like, Zana, Sarah, the twins, and Izzy. They were our leaders because they were yeah. the seniors. But then it got to, like, me and Lily and Matt, you know, yeah. that group. And then they left. So I was the only one left for my mm-hmm. class with Megan and stuff like that. But, you know, it shouldn't be just the seniors. No. People, younger people can take leadership role. But, like, yeah. I put so much pressure on myself to, like, be that leader because I was the only one that had been there for yeah. five years and all this. But it, it's... It's so much healthier and so much better Completely. when everyone, you know, takes care of their business yeah. and anyone can step up and be a leader at, yeah. at any certain time. I think that's yeah. that's going to be really great for you guys this That's year. what was like a big conversation piece of our preseason because we had different people out at different times. And so... Mm-hmm. Like Lexi was out. Lexi yeah. was out for a while. And so we had to have like a big group talk of like... The freshmen, like, you get to say whatever you want to say. Like, if you feel like somebody's not working hard, like, go up and say something. And so, like, I'll hear it sometimes, and I'll just turn around and I'll be like, there's no way (laughs) you just said that. I was like, that's awesome. I was like, yeah, you're right. I need to run faster. (laughs) So it's been good. (laughs) Yeah. It's been really good. Like, Sophie Moore is going to be huge for us. And she's, like, she's she's a hard, hard worker. So yeah. she doesn't necessarily, like, need to say anything, mm-hmm. but she can just lead by example. Lead by example. So there's a bunch of different aspects between our freshmen, too, and totally. our sophomores. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are just reloading again. Oh, we're reloading, yeah. <laughs> it was a uh, preseason was interesting because I, me and Lex were sitting out for a while because of our injuries, and then we'd be talking, and we were like, what is this year going to look like? Like, we yeah. were looking at practices, and we were like, I don't know, like, what, like, how strong we're going to be. Like we were just worried about it. And like, we really had to trust the process because we were doing a lot of technical stuff and Mm -hmm. it's hard to kind of see a result from that right away. But then I came back, like I was in practice this morning and I was just like taking a second and like looking around at everybody. We were doing like a servant pastoral and I was like, I'm like blown away. Like the difference between preseason and now. And now I feel like, like even in lifting too, I was just like, what is like, everyone's just pushing themselves. So I feel like I didn't think so before as much of like what's going to happen. I had a lot of uncertainty, but now I'm like guns blazing. Like we're all ready. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been really cool to see the college game as a whole, just get deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. Cause I look at, at your guys lineup and I see at least like six or seven court one talents in yeah. terms of players. Yeah. Um, but that's like getting across the board. Like you look at USC, yeah. it's like, that's crazy. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's like, you don't like, That's another thing we always, I was just talking about this with Riley in the car today of like, I think that like it's becoming a lot bigger before it used to be. There's a huge difference between your ones and your fives. Right. But now like it's so even that like in practices when like our potential ones and our potential fives are playing with each other, like you don't, it's going to be a good game and it's going to be a good, everyone gets better from it. And I think that's what like keeps elevating the volleyball is like you have players all around making each other better rather than like okay, well, the top three, you need to go practice here. And right. the four and fives, you go here. It's like everyone needs to go together. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, when do you guys one. have your first match? Do you know? Yeah, we're supposed to go to Hawaii on, I think, February 22nd. Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. Well, I wasn't sure because I know Hawaii is like super strict with COVID stuff. So yeah, I know so we're not they're... sure about it either. Yeah. We haven't really gotten an update on it. The most we know is that it's still on, but yeah. we don't have many like individual duels this year. I think we have like two, but okay. the when rest the are all East meets West. You know when that is? Because I really want to watch that. No, I don't know when that is. I think actually, I actually think I do know when it is. I think it's on, it might be in April. Beginning of April. Oh, the beginning I thought of April. it was like first weekend of April. Yeah, I thought something it was like, like the that. 7th or something yeah. like that's that. Always, that's always my that's favorite a, one to watch. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never or done that watch. one. I've never watched it. I don't know why <laughs> yeah. you just said that. <laughs> it's a plan. I've watched it. It's a plan. I've never actually watched it. Yeah. It's a plan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My it's mom so actually came out for East Meets West one year, and really? she just fell in love with the yeah. Really? She goes, oh, those pretty little twins are so good. <laughs> and so she yeah. always roots for them when they're playing on the world yeah. tour. And anytime yeah. they're playing, she's like, oh, I'd love to watch them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're fun to watch, too. They are. Yeah. Do you still keep in touch with them? They actually, one of them texted me and was like, we're going to be in town, I think they said January, to come train. Like, like we'd love to train with you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I'm the worst. I'll be completely honest. I'm the worst at keeping in touch with people. <laughs> like, these girls lived, what, 20, I mean, I haven't yeah. really been up here. I, I've been traveling yeah. a lot, but, like, they live 20 minutes away. Yeah. And I haven't been there since I graduated. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what am I doing? I should be up there. And I want to be up there. I keep texting. Like, I want to come visit, whatever. Yeah. And then I just... Don't do, well. Like, you get I'm you're so very busy person busy, too. I know, and I, I, you know, I guess, but I'm that's something I'm not great at, and so yeah. it's, and I, it's something I want to be better at. Like I just saw Sarah Sponsel train the other day. I'm like, I haven't talked to you in so long. Mm-hmm. And you were living my like it's just mm-hmm. we were all busy. She was in Arizona, yeah. like we're all doing different yeah. things. But I think there's play. They were planning on coming out here to train. I should text them again okay. and see because they they did reach out and say we want to either train with you or see you at least. Um, that was like over Christmas break, so. Maybe yeah, it's t- towards the end of January, but okay. I think they're doing good. They're all aw- they're awesome. They were doing their little. I just when I follow their Instagram, all their cooking stuff. That's kind of their little yeah. side hobby and stuff. But yeah, they're great. Izzy Carey lives somewhere. Right? She lives in Torrance, I think. Is she running for president yet? <laughs> she, she needs. She needs to be. She should be. She'd probably win. She's just. She's amazing. And then Zana. I mean, that was our. That was my senior class. Yeah. What a crew. I know. Such a crew. Talented group. Such a crew. But yeah, anyways, people have been asking me, what's the UCLA lineup going to be? And I'm like, first of all, she hasn't talked about this yet. We have this thing called the Band of Sisters. Yeah. That Stein created. You know, the Band of Brothers with football, whatever. Yeah. Stein calls the Band of Sisters, but we're not supposed to give away. Even when you graduate, you cannot give away any information. You can't tell <laughs> yeah. your, your parents. You can't tell your boyfriend. You can't tell your friend. <laughs> anything about yeah. injury. You can't post. Like, if you post something in the training room, someone being injured. You're done. Straight to jail. Yeah. Like, you, you're in trouble. And that's just something that you, you have to learn. Like, yeah. he will not be happy because he is, I mean, you know Stein, he is so intense and, like, wants it more than oh, any he, of us yeah, combined. He like, he wants it. it so bad. And people have been asking me, though, like, what's the lineup? I'm like, even if I knew, even if they knew, they probably yeah. wouldn't tell me. And even if I knew, I wouldn't tell you. But none of us have any clue. Yeah, we never know. Because I went to that tournament and I was like, what you what never know yeah it's always like the i mean you remember it was like we did a <laughs> yeah. tournament like one time like the week before our first or even like a couple days before the first game and it was like all right okay if you win this your ones twos your threes your fours your fives oh, like I've... you just you go for it and yeah. like partners get changed around like no tomorrow like whether mm-hmm. there's an injury or whether like just some people don't mesh and flow together and 
Going to take a quick break from the show for a really fun announcement uh, is that Try and I, uh, now that we're finally back in the same country for the first time in what feels like basically forever, uh, we're finally getting around to doing the things that we've been trying to do for a while now. And one of them is dropping a Sandcast merchandise line that you can check out at sandcastmerch.com. All right, we've got t-shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got tank tops, hats, we even have a coffee mug and a backpack. All right, so head over to sandcastmerch.com to take a look and get some of your favorite gear from your favorite podcast. And just so you guys know, I mean, one of the reasons that we wanted to drop a merchandise line uh, is one, a couple people asked, and two, it's just another kind of revenue stream for us. And every piece of profit that we make from merchandise is going straight back into the podcast. I mean, now that it's off season, we're going to spend a lot more time kind of improving the podcast, getting better content better mics, a better video setup for those of you who watch on YouTube. And our merchandise line is kind of going to help fund that a little bit. So thank you guys uh, to anybody who has already bought some hoodies, some t-shirts, some hats. We absolutely love you guys. And we love you so much for the last four years. Can you believe we've been up for four years uh, of supporting us for that long and uh, only bigger and better things to come for Sandcast. So head over to sandcastmerch.com to get your gear today. This podcast is, of course, as always since day one, brought to you by Wilson Volleyball. We know, we know it's off-season, the AVP's three-event year is over, but that just means you get to reload on balls to train and rep it out with over the off-season. So head over to Wilson Volleyball and use our discount code SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off your orders of Wilson Volleyball. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to rock your favorite ball, best ball in the game by far. All right, we played with Mikasa's, we played with Wilson, we play with any kind of ball, and Wilson is by far the best. So head over to Wilson Volleyball and give him your love. And the last bit of news I have before I can let you guys get back to enjoying our podcast is that we do have a, a Sandcast newsletter. We started it last year, or kind of during COVID, and then uh, both Try and I, we hit the road pretty hard during 2021 and lost a little focus, lost the time to do it. But now that we are both back in the United States and we have a lot of free time on our hands to keep improving Sandcast, we do have a Sandcast newsletter. Uh, if you want to sign up for that newsletter, it will include any updates we have with the podcast, but also any writing that I do for Volleyball World, uh, for Volleyball Magazine, any interesting stories on both Volleyball World or Volleyball Magazine or at avp.com, any updates that Try has on his YouTube channel, any great videos the McKibbins have. Basically, I'm just calling all of what I think to be the best volleyball content out there, and I'm just throwing it in a newsletter. Uh, so if you guys want to get that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com. And on the right-hand side, you can just drop in your email address, and I will get that to you. Every Friday that I'm in the United States, once season starts up, I cannot promise I'll keep up with it, but the idea is to keep doing it for as long as we can. It's just a weekly thing. Um, It's fun for me to do because I'm basically just taking all of my favorite things that I saw in the volleyball world and I'm giving it to you guys. So if you want to be a part of that newsletter, sandcastvolleyball.com and on the right-hand side, just drop in uh, your email and I'll be chatting with you every single Friday. All right. Back to the show, guys. That happened to us like the week before Pac-12s, and it was like really scary. I was looking was, through your list yeah. of partners, and I was like, so you started, you played a lot of the year with yeah. um, Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah. And then you played like a couple with Cammy. 
Or not Cammy. There was, um, I played, yeah, no, I Cammy. played two in GCU with um, Cammy. Okay. And then once we got back from GCU, I played with Leah. That's a tough thing to do, especially like oh, yeah. a new mm-hmm. partnership and the most important stretch of the season. Totally. And they could not be more different, too. Like, <laughs> literally, like so Lindsay different. and Leah could not be more polar opposites yeah. as a player. And so, but not only that, it was like me and Lindsay were playing consistently at the threes. And then it was we were playing the twos. With, I was playing the twos with Leah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to learn everything I could about that twos teams from all of them. But it was hard. It was really hard to, like, go from different partners. But I feel like once we got into Pac-12s and, like, especially once we won it, like, I was totally fine. I was yeah. like, all right, this works. Yeah. Like, just process. Her and Leah, like, crushed it at Pac-12s. Yeah. We were like, hey, this is so good going into NCAAs. Yeah. Like, things are finally settled yeah i mean mids when you have mid-season partner switches it's like absolute chaos everyone's freaking out across the whole board yeah, yeah. especially if it's not because of an injury it's just like this isn't just working doesn't work. we need to yeah. switch something up and yeah. it's like yeah. everyone's just praying it's gonna work and, and once it clicks it clicks like mm-hmm. it's just the most exciting thing mm-hmm. yeah i'm how, so curious how are partnership decisions made is it like do, do the players have a say He's like, hey, here's my like dream list of partners. I asked Haley this too. I feel yeah. like every school probably does it different. Yeah, so I know how it's done at UCLA. For us, it's like Stein will like have an idea in his head, and mm-hmm. it changes all the time. Like preseason, I think he usually has a concept of it. This preseason, he really couldn't because of how many players were in and out. Yeah. Um. So I couldn't even imagine how difficult his job was. But yeah. then, like now, I would say he has an idea, but like usually we all have conversations, and like he'll sit you down and he'll be like. Do you enjoy playing with this person and this person, this person? Who do you prefer? And, like, he's pretty good about, like, listening to you because usually, like, if you say you don't, like, you prefer this partner, you list your reasonings, and it makes sense. Like, there's mm-hmm. things that go on behind the scene that coaches don't really see, like, oh, this setting, like, I need a hand setter. Or, like, yeah. I, I can deal with any set, and that's why we work together. And so he makes the idea, but you kind of confirm it for yeah. him. But, like, he's pretty good at it. And there's no really bad partner you could get at our team. So it's never really a big struggle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool that it's collaborative. And not just, all right, you two together, you two together, you two together. Yeah. 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 I feel like when I was, when I was, like, a freshman and sophomore, he'd make us write on a piece of paper our top three. And it was this whole, like, secret thing. Really? And, and yeah, because he has an idea. And and you know what he's going to do because he's putting you with these different people. And you can kind of tell when he puts you with someone for, like, a week, you're like, okay, like, maybe this is what it's going to be. But yeah, he's he's they're so great about asking is like what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And they want you to be honest because they don't want you to lie and say, "Oh, it's fine if it's not" because I mean there's a point where you need to be honest and say this is not going to work and there's also a point where you need to sometimes you need to suck it up and that's just the best mm-hmm. thing for the team. Yeah. And maybe you don't like that person that much, but you play the best together and that's yeah. just how it is and like so you, you always want to do what's best for the team and that's mm-hmm. that's something that's hard like when you're playing on the ADP you're doing what's best for you yeah and I think that was so ingrained in my brain is do what's best for all these other people and not for yourself because mm-hmm. like when I was at UCLA I played with like every year I was in a, I played in <laughs> yeah. every spot and with like so many different people yeah so it's like do what's best for the team but then you come out here and it's like you're doing everything you can to better yeah. yourself yeah and so yeah. I just think it's cool though at UCLA I'm sure it is like this at other schools but it's so do what everything for the team. A hundred percent. We're gonna put you in the fives. Cool. You're yeah. in the sixes, and you have to go beat the fives at practice. Great. Yeah. And everyone has to be okay with it. You're gonna just shag today because we have a game yeah. tomorrow, and you're not in the lineup. You got to be cool with it. Yeah. And by the end of season, everyone's like one hundred percent bought in, even though they're even if their position's not ideal for them. Yeah. Everyone's bought in, and then we get to Gulf Shores, and it's like. 
you should see what our team does in Gulf Shores. Like, I mean, you can explain a little bit more of it. But it's like, crazy. The th- tell them like, about the drawing in the sand. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I wasn't here for for the original year. You were yeah. there for it when, but when we walked out, we had a saying the whole year from Jose, and it was like skinny dogs. And it was like a Brazilian saying that, like we it, don't know what the actual we don't know what the exact yeah. couldn't understand him. Yeah, <laughs> Jose's been telling me and Tim that too. Yeah, 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 and it like really just stuck with our team and just like made us laugh, and it also was just like fired us up. So we walked out like the morning of the championship game, and then the people who were not in the starting lineup had like spent hours digging in the sand, like our mantra and like, yeah, it was just like in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, they're out there like (laughs) one in the morning and then we're like sound asleep. And like, we honestly, like I, cause I had heard of them doing it the year before or two years before, but I didn't really think it was coming just cause I was like, what, like, what are they going to do? And like, I feel like I would hear of it, but like you hear nothing. Like they are just out there digging. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. And then, I mean the whole, like the entire time I was like, anytime I had it was like five minutes before a match. And I was like, I'm kind of hungry right now. I have Maggie in my ear and she's like, what do you want? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I'll yeah. take some gummies. She's like on it. And she's running down because it was all separated last yeah. year. And then, yeah, our, I'm so excited for nationals this year. Especially with uh, eight more teams. Yeah, what do you think? It's going to be crazy. I know. I'm like, so what I've heard is it's con- almost confirmed now. Like the first round will be single elimination and then yeah. from that point double. Um, okay. First round's going to be intense. First round is going to have a bunch of upsets. Like, I just feel it. Because yes. a bunch of teams are going to come in, like, with their first NCAA, like, championship game, like, on their belt. And they're going to be like, well, might as well. Yeah. And then they're just going to take out some names. So, But I think that's really good for us because I think sometimes with – I don't think it's as big of a problem for our team right now, but there's been times where, like, you're playing a team that you don't think is as great as, like – or should be an easier win for us – and then we're getting like 21 19 scores mm-hmm. and it's like you got to handle business so doesn't matter like our you just you have to play the exact same way you would play against a top top team yeah. so it's good it's good for going into the season to think that way yeah going it, would you rather be kind of cuz UCLA I, I would put you know USC probably number 1 and UCLA mm-hmm. number 2 would you rather go in as a pretty heavy favorite to have a successful season or do you like kind of having that little chip on your shoulder underdog I love having a chip on my yeah. shoulder yeah. like I think I think that's like a big reason for Pac-12s of why we were like we won Pac-12s is cuz I think that we had lost to USC so many times and yeah. so then it was like we really have nothing to lose at this point yeah. and then USC had like just beaten us so it's kind of like expected for you to do so well and they have all the pressure now. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel any pressure in my game. And I don't know what the other people were feeling. But, yeah, I would so much rather be second the whole time. Yeah. yeah. You're such a cool cat, though. Like, I've never <laughs> seen – you've never shown any <laughs> she, external signs of pressure. so chill. You know, like, you were in high school and you were playing against international teams in Mexico. And you were just like, boom, super cool. Yeah, there's definitely times, like, I don't like to sh- – like, I'm not like a sh- – I'm just like a louder person on the court. So, yeah. like – even when I'm like in big, I remember me and Linz played LMU last year and we were down or no, it was actually, it was, um, not only it was LSU and we were down by like a good four points in the second set and they were going to win. And like, we were freaking out for sure, but like my freaking out is still really loud. So like you (laughs) won't be able to decipher which one it is, Yeah. but yeah, I like to not freak out and it's just, it doesn't really come to me that much of like, like pressure and nerves and stuff how much of that do you think comes from how long you've been playing 
because yeah. I feel like we're starting to see sort of another generation of beach volleyball players where you have someone like, like Delaney, mm-hmm. where when she was playing, if you were playing college beach volleyball, either you had played like with your parents or something mm-hmm. like on the weekends growing up and like it was new and you just sort of flowed into yeah. it. You were on the indoor team, you played Mostly beach, but now, indoor, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but now you're seeing people who have played like almost their whole lives. Yep. Now we got grassroots tournaments, AAU, junior yeah. nationals, all this stuff. Yeah. I feel like you've probably, you've dealt with pressure situations for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like for indoor, for me, like that was, I like f- from the moment I, cause I went to Mary Mountain. So the second I got on the team, it was like, as a freshman, it was like, cause our two best seniors who were going to Stanford were out. And so it was like, you need to step in, you need to take your role, whatever. And I was super nervous. But then I was like, oh man like I'm good like I'm fine like I'm a freshman what do I what do you really (laughs) expect from me like whatever and that actually really helped is like but I also got stuck in that I think a little too much of like I would set myself low expectations that I always like rose above them and was proud of myself but I think that I've kind of come to the point where like now I really like having high expectations for myself and like if I'm disappointed with myself at the end of the day, I think that's just a lesson learned. I don't yeah. think it's like a something for me to be really sad about and like really heavy about. So I'm trying to like really raise the expectations. But I think that ever since I've been young and I've, I've been playing in beach tournaments, I was like 10 or 11. That's amazing. And it just yeah. was just for fun. And then it was like really competitive. Yeah. And then I remember seeing Stein sitting there in an umbrella and I'm like, why are you watching me? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, wait, I can really do this. Yeah. So I've always like... We've always dealt in pressure situations because yeah. it just had the sport. So I feel like it's just like come with me. So yeah. it's like nothing new. When did you start to raise the bar of your expectations a little bit? I feel like actually, well, I think it was more of last year. I think I remember sitting down with like just like a bunch of different athletes at UCLA and we were talking about how like I was arguing for no, I think that you should set your expectations like a little lower because if you don't meet them as well okay well you had low expectations that's what you expected of yourself and then they kind of push back on me a lot and they were like well then how are you like how are you supposed to like train and how are you supposed to do all these things if you don't even expect yourself to do that yeah and so then I was like it was like whoa you're completely right and I started reading a lot too like I love reading like inspirational books and like mindset books a lot And so a big thing too has been just like, I go to bed at night and for like 10 minutes, I'm trying to like visualize like my biggest dreams and my biggest goals. And I don't like to think of like low expectations for that. So like when I go to bed at night, I like to think of like winning a national championship and winning Pac-12s and like just being with my team and like AVPs and stuff. So I feel like that kind of rose my expectations for myself. It's crazy you say that because you could see it like you could see the difference that she made from even freshman to sophomore year mm-hmm. like you could see the transition because Stein would get so frustrated with her super they frustrated would totally butt heads because mm-hmm. he saw more in her than he she ex- saw in herself yeah. Yeah. and he was like because he'd call me and be like why isn't yeah. Devin like, what's going on with Devin yeah. and I'm like bro I don't know like, <laughs> yeah we all believed in her yeah. so much but yeah. this I mean it's all when you're a freshman too it's you're it's scary like yeah and you, and you you don't want to have the highest expectations. It's failing sucks. Like hundred percent. It's a yeah. part of sports, and that's something that you kind of have to go through. But yeah, you could literally see the difference. And that's when I said she balled out at Pac-12. That's when I really started to see stuff. I was like, you know, pushing in the weight room and like, yeah. become, like taking more of a vocal role on the team and mm-hmm. like just completely balling out. And it's mm-hmm. like she was all 
like always so good. But then she took the next step and then you see it this summer and I'm playing against her and she's almost beating me. <laughs> Probably should have beat me. Like, I mean, but, but that's, it's just something that you, it's so cool to watch and so cool to see now Thanks. to see you in a leadership role too. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's a special thing. And so she brings it up and I, and I was just like smiling. So like yeah. I literally watched you go through this and it's, yeah. it's a really cool, yeah. it's a really cool thing. Pack 12 was a big one for me, yeah. I think. Cause me and Stein butt heads like no tomorrow, my yeah. freshman year, we were just always <laughs> in a constant battle of like, I'm, I'd be like, I'm trying really hard. And he's like, you need to try harder. And it was just back and forth. And like, I never understood it. And then, like I said, quarantine hit and it all made sense to me. Yeah. But then we had like, after pack 12s like me and Stein, like he went up to me and was like, he was crying. And like, yeah. he's, he's a crier. So he went up to me and just like gave a little special speech to me and just like noticing it. And like, then it just like kind of clicked for me of like, I did make a huge shift and like, actually like every ball to me means something and every practice means something. And like, I'm also a big reason of we talked a lot about like why we do our sport and like your reasoning of doing like wanting to try so hard and stuff. And so for me last year, it was just for my seniors and it was for like, I know that this is their last chance and like yeah. this is their last season with us. So it's like every day I show up to practice and every day I go hard in the gym now is because like I want those people to like in the team, like because they are amazing people and like just so much love. But I want them to experience the good times too, like not even just for yourself. And I find that like a lot of, that's something really similar with a lot of people on our team is like, when you think of your reason why, a lot of people's whys is just for the team. Like it's not for yourself, it's yeah. doing things for others so you can experience it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. When did you see that shift? You mentioned it happened over quarantine, yeah. but was there something that caused it? You mentioned that you read books, maybe it's something you read. Yeah. I don't think so. I really think it was that final meeting I had with, well, no, I think it was like a big one. Actually, we, me and Riley at the end of my freshman year, we played USC in Pepperdine on okay. the same day. And it was our last game yeah. before yeah. quarantine hit. And we lost so terribly. And like, I, I had never seen myself play so bad either. I was just like, I did not know what was going on. And like, I didn't really feel like invested in like the college volleyball life. Like I was like, I don't feel like I'm in it yet. Like it doesn't feel real still. And so then to have kind of only that memory to like look back on on my freshman year as like the lasting one, that like really fired me up. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not letting that happen again. Yeah. And like you get your whole like life stripped away for months and you don't know when it's going to end. Like all I could consistently replay was like how many times I just like didn't like go my hardest and how many times like I just let these games slip away from me and like how when it's back, like I will never let that happen again. Cause like you never know when it's going to be gone. Like yeah. I could have a life career ending injury tomorrow mm -hmm. and like, I will be look back on this past year and be proud of myself, yeah. but I wouldn't have been in like two years ago. That's such a cool awareness to have. Yeah. And it's so cool that you were able to take what is a pretty bad experience. Yeah. You know, getting your ass kicked is no fun. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, and then you turned it into something so yeah. positive. Yeah. And I don't know if Jose was big on it with you guys at UCLA, but he like won't let us end on a bad rep. Yeah. Um, but you ended yeah. the season on a, on a pretty bad, bad rep, rep and you yeah. turned it into something really good. Yeah. That's really cool. It's like yeah. a very mature thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> it's yeah. fun to be able to dig into losses and find growing For moments. sure. I have like a hard time watching my losses. Like 
I usually like when I rewatch games, like if it's the last two points, I'm like, I cannot watch these last two points. But then I was re like rewatching film over the past couple months. And I honestly like watching the last two points yeah. now. Cause I'm like, Oh boy, you just wait, just wait till <laughs> I see you again. Yeah. So those two ABP matches I replay all the time. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, just wait till next summer. Yeah. <laughs> just, I love it's it. coming. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's are you fun. like are you full time blocking or do you split? Full time blocking. Okay. Yeah. How tall are you now? Five ten. Okay. I just got arms like no tomorrow. I was gonna say, My did you really long. did you grow like <laughs> no. late? Because I remember seeing you play. I was like, Devin looks like she's about six three now. <laughs> you just you have those arms and you're like yeah. so good at the net. Yeah. Me and Stein have very <laughs> similar like lengthwise. Like we both sway our Stein's arms like and dragging it's like his yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's but, so weird. Yeah. I, like I think that you're. I always think Devin's taller than me. And yeah. I'm maybe a little bit. I'm more yeah. like five nine. But yeah. it's so funny to think about. Yeah. Jose was huge for blocking for me He's personally. Great. Like he, I'd always like all I heard from coaches consistently is like, you need to press the over the net, and like that just never clicked with me because like I'd try it and they, I'd watch the video back and I'm always like this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what's going on. But then he like broke it down like step by step and then hand by hand, like every single thing you could think of in blocking, like he's done and thought of and thought of how to get better at it and talk about it. And so we had like five months with him, which was just insane for our blocking team. And then we got out into Pac-12s and NCAAs and like people were just stuffing all over the place. Like Abby's blocking too, just fantastic. Same with Lex and like everyone across the board. Lexi is a physical freak. Watching her play, I'm like, freak. whoa, freak. It's you like should crazy. see her in the weight room. Yeah, you should have seen her today. I mean, yeah. it was insane. <laughs> if we're lifting with like, we have like a bunch of um, like men's volleyball and men's soccer in there, and everyone is just turned like watching her deadlift yeah. right now. And I'm like, Lexi, if you break your back, I will kill you. Yeah. You see all the guys like starting to load up their weight. They're like, no, no, no yeah. she can't beat me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, because she would. She literally oh, she would. would. Any day such a day. She's so strong. Yeah. yeah. The first time I saw her play was at, it was, you guys were hosting, I think USC. Yeah. And I remember Tim Brewster had just like gushed about her. He's like, you got to watch Lexi. you got to watch Lexi. Although and I watched the her. the best manager ever, ever. by the way. Yeah. I love Tim Brewster. <laughs> he's, the best, he's the best human ever. He's <laughs> insane. Um, but she like, when she like block loads, it's like all the way down and back up in like a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. And, she, and like just huge active hands. It's like, yeah, he's that's a different Lex. type of athlete. Lex See? is like 5'11", six foot maybe. Yeah, she's not like a big yeah. blocker, no. but she, I'm her roommate. And so okay. me, Riley and Lexi are all roommates. And, so I see the way like Lexi like lives her life and it is volleyball. Like yes. I mean that girl is like we're reading a book right now for our team and we're like having a book meeting about it and she pulls up and she has like five pages of detailed notes. She's highlighted, she's ready to go. And then like in the morning she'll get there 10 minutes early just to visualize it and just to get out there and see it. And then I mean she's like has the best and hardest work ethic I've ever seen in a yeah. human. Like, Such a good roommate to have. Oh my God, yeah. You're, like, you're like, like, like a peanut butter cup. You're like, yeah. like she wouldn't do it. No, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. She, we have a really, I got incredibly lucky with my class because mm-hmm. it's really, it was really scary for me going in because I, it was only three people, me, yeah. Lexi and Riley. And Lexi and Riley were partners in Florida together. Mm-hmm. So I kind of came in and I was like, I do not know these girls. It's funny that the California was the outsider. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> this is weird. But they, like, 
the dynamic between the three of us is just so amazing. And like mm-hmm. Riley's such like a goofball, just wants to like have fun and do things and like also like incredible at volleyball. And she's a scrappy, scrappy player. And then you have Lexi who's like more serious, but also really goofy. And like, yeah. she is like a workhorse. Mm-hmm. So like when us three are all like, cause all we did last year was it would be practice. And then it was back to online school and yeah. we wouldn't really leave the apartment. So we would sit there for like, three hours maybe after practice just talking about it and just talking about every single point, every single player, who's going to be this person's partner, who's going to be this. And it was like the best time ever because it was just like three completely different perspectives on it. Just like having a huge conversation about it. Yeah. Because they're all so different. Yeah. They all get along so well. Yeah. The way it works is just so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's really cool to see how well you guys do get along. Because I think with a yeah. lot of teams, when you have so many people who are so good and so competitive, yeah. like there's bound to be people like who are of just course, in class yeah. and don't like each other. Yeah, but you guys course. seem to have like have such a good bond. Yeah, it's like especially like me and Lex too. She's a blocker. I'm a blocker. So yeah. like I was worried about that going in of like oh this could be like a competitive thing and like she is a competitive person like yeah. that's just her in her blood, but it's really not the case. Like I've I've like we both kind of have the same feeling of like, we've never, like, I want everything, like anything Lex has ever wanted in her life, like I want her to get. And she has that same for me and same for Rye, but it's just different because Rye's more of a defender, but it's the same for me and Lex. Like we would just always share the common goal of like, we both want each other to be happy. So it works really well. The team aspect of beach volleyball is such a cool thing. Because cool I mean, you've discovered that it's not yeah. a team. As soon as you leave no. UCLA, it is. <laughs> no, no. it's, it's one on one on one on one. Yeah, on one. it's not. Yeah, it's that's that was the like I said the hardest thing for me. And I, I think what's made us so su- successful in the past at UCLA is the team culture. Yeah, and it's not easy. Like, and that it's just. Thankfully, I, I was in a role to be competing and be playing in Gulf Shores. I can't imagine how hard it is yeah. to be watching and not playing. But, you know, and obviously there are people that have a harder time adjusting to their role. Naturally, I would be livid. It's just tight. Every single person wants to be, wants to be playing. Yeah. yeah. But Stein has it so ingrained that, mm-hmm. like, you're for the team. And so, like we mentioned, it's to see how these girls act in Gulf Shores because they want it so bad. For uh, for the team and it's, and it's you play for your teams, but you're also playing playing for UCLA is like the most special thing ever. Like it's just the greatest school. So you're playing for all the donors, you're playing for all your friends that are watching, your family. It's just mm-hmm. the community is so cool. And so when you get out here, thankfully I have so many great people around me. But especially like with other defenders out there, that's why I was so grateful when Zana asked me to play. Cause I'm like, yeah. we're we're competition now. We were teammates. Mm-hmm. We were partners. Yeah. And now we're competition, and you still <clears throat> went out of your way to ask me to split block with mm-hmm. you. And the reasoning was not just because I was the only option. It was, I see how hard you're working. I see the struggle. I've been there. I want to get you some points. Yeah. And I think we can go out and have some fun and scrap. I'm like, yeah, that means more to me than, you, than you'll ever know. Yeah. And, and so, but it, it is hard. Like, I'm competing with Zana and Sarah, even though they were, yeah. like, my sisters at school. Like, yeah. it's just, it's crazy. And I, you know, I asked Trav, like, help help please what do i do do? yeah and he just put it i think you and try told me the best what was it the best ability best ability is your availability and you were like a living example of that now you've done like six camps all over the world yeah yeah well i was living that's when i was living in san diego and they're like you need to be more available yeah i was like okay people would ask me it's like a sunday night 
hey, can you train tomorrow at 745? I'm like, I'll be there. Uh-huh. Set my alarm for 430. I'm driving yeah. up here. But, you know, and he just was so helpful with like, another thing you mentioned was like, everyone's path is so different. Like you, you can't, not all of us are doing the same thing. We're all mm-hmm. training with different coaches. That's, that's the part I'm kind of learning is what, yeah. what coach works best for me. I'm also broke. Who am I going <laughs> to to coach me finding a partner? Like that's a big thing yeah. right now too. But when he mentioned like not everyone's journey through this is the same, you just have to find what's best for you. Mm-hmm. That was so eye opening. Cause I'm like, yeah. why aren't people helping me? Why yeah. are they telling me what to do? It's because everyone's path is so Completely different. What different. worked for Zana mm-hmm. or Sarah isn't going to work for me. We're all going to have different partners. We all have different skill sets. We, there's also the timing is so weird with COVID and stuff. We're all going to get different opportunities. Maybe some blocker is going to play with someone and then they can't, they, it doesn't work out or they get injured. Mm-hmm. Hey, can you come play? Like you just never know what's going to happen, but it is so individual. So like just keep appreciating the yeah. team and the culture, which you clearly do yeah. and whichever, keep reminding people like, yeah. And it goes, I don't mean it's to get emotional, reminder. but it goes <laughs> yeah. so fast. I was there for five years yeah. and I'm like, where did that go? All my five years ago today from memories. Like yeah. me as a freshman at like a, yeah. I'm at a party. And I'm like, <laughs> that was five years ago? Like yeah. these people, it's just the craziest thing. And stay in touch. Hey, keep hanging out with the mm-hmm. men's volleyball guys. Those are my best friends. And mm-hmm. just keep enjoying the process. And winning is awesome. Those are some of my greatest memories. And I want that for you guys so bad. And I think you can do it as, as much as everyone's like USC, USC. Obviously, they're incredible. Yeah. If you guys can figure out the right lineup, you yeah. can, you know, obviously I'm biased. Cause, you know, <laughs> but, like, just keep enjoying the process because a lot of my favorite memories were, like, in hotel rooms with mm-hmm. people, like, with Lily Justine. Like, those yeah. are, like, some of my favorite memories, more yeah. than winning because the win turns into a blur. Yeah. Like, you're like, it's all, it all happens so fast. And yeah. It's so crazy. So just keep, enjoy Stein, enjoy yeah. Jenny, and, and just... Well, keep absolutely. being a good leader, though. That's yeah. that's so important and keep showing those younger girls what to do because you have two more years after this. Two more years after this, yeah. You're still such a baby. I know. <laughs> I feel so that? old, too. <laughs> I know. You're such a baby still. Keep enjoying, man. I know. Wow. It's been funny to it. see how old some of the college girls are because I... Yeah. Actually, this may be like 10 years, I think, since I graduated college, and I was 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now if people are graduating college, like, Julia Scholes is going to be like 36. <laughs> Tony Rodriguez, seven years. Yeah. She's she tw- 20. I think she graduated. Old. She's yeah. older than Delaney. She turned she 25 this September, so she graduated at 24, which I think Julia graduates at 24 as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think Julia <laughs> yeah, did. I think Julia's on her sixth year, I think. Yeah. She's just older, but yeah, Tony did seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you get because I know right. Tony had all kinds of like injuries and stuff to red yeah, shirt. Yeah, she had like the regular red shirt, the medical red shirt, and then COVID. Yeah, gosh. And, I mean, it's more crazy. power to him. I mean, it's stay the, forever. The real world. Stay, oh yeah, be there for us. So <laughs> stay take, forever. Yeah. Take your time. <laughs> get this incredible training. Like, yeah, I know I mean, it's amazing. I know we get really in like everything like you get the facilities for weightlifting and you have an organized schedule which is super nice and then like yeah it's like you get three hour window go out there and practice but if you Mm -hmm. want to do more you can do this Mm -hmm. it's yeah we get a lot of a lot of facilities yeah we talked about how sort of personalized you need to make the professional journey but Mm -hmm. obviously when you're in college you're still your own human being and you have your own preferences how do like the the weightlifting coaches and stein Mm -hmm. do they help tailor certain things to you because not everyone's yeah. going to respond to the same weightlifting of program course. the same yeah. way. Yeah, totally. Like for me, like my biggest thing this year is like Stein always tells me is like I need to get meaty shoulders like because I just have constant shoulder problems because yeah. I'm just crazy. And so, 
Um, so for me, it's like I'm going to do some shoulder things as the team does, but for the most part, I can't, and I'm yeah. going to be in PT every single morning. But And then there's other people who have, like, different back things and, like, people like like the Twin Towers, like the Van Winkle sisters. Like, they can't, like, <laughs> yeah, like, there's some exercises that they both can't do, and it's but they have other ones that we don't do. So yeah. it's pretty personalized, but our conditionings are all pretty the same for people. Like, we just transitioned into a new um, conditioning phase where it's like we were doing the assault bike all of fall quarter, but now we're doing all sand sprints, which okay. I think is a lot, like, super beneficial for our team. The, the assault bike age is... Uh, yeah, it's brutal. The assault bikes just... Everyone does it. I've never been on a salt bike in my life. You need totally to try it. it. Yeah. You would have to pay me a lot of money <laughs> yeah. to get on that thing. I, I gave can't. Timmy, like, he texted me the other day for, like, an assault bike workout, and so yeah. I gave it to him, and he was he called me after, and he's like, are you kidding right now? <laughs> oh People do it voluntarily. And I don't, I will never yeah. understand. Like, yeah. I will do, any, I will run in the sand yeah. for hours, yeah. sprints, dying more than, like, I don't think yeah. I can get on a bike again. We yeah, used to have to do this brutal. six minute bike test where mm-hmm. you had to burn, because on the, on the assault bike, it has like your RPM, which is how fast you're going, yeah. and then yeah. your calories, whatever. And so your goal was to burn as many calories. Obviously, the faster you go, the more calories you burn. Yeah. Burn as many calories as you can in six minutes. So you have to find the perfect pace. You're going fast, right. but you're not sprinting because you have to go for... Because <laughs> you'll die out, six, yeah. The, the number six is like ingrained in my brain as like the worst number <laughs> in the entire world because we it's did it brutal. so long. We had to do it for indoor once. The team average, we had, our calories had to be like a team average of a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't get it, we had to do it the next Friday. Mm-hmm. And we did it for like six weeks, I think. Because like brutal. some people would just... Slack and mm-hmm. get like forty calories, mm-hmm. and then a couple of us would try and get. We'd be close to a hundred, and, and but it didn't matter. We'd go, yeah. and I was losing it on people. <laughs> Gosh, I just the sand sprints are the move. Yeah, I love the sand Gosh. sprints. There's, sorry about my my rant about salt bike. No, I'm sure they're great. The public, the public, I you might love them. I just. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I think the assault yeah. bike was honestly more of like a team building thing for us this for year. For sure. Because like we had a bu- we have a bunch of freshmen who have never done it, and then we have like us who haven't done it in like a year and a half it's now. It's so mental. And it's so mental. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to figure out strategically how you're gonna do it and like how you're gonna get through it. It's brutal. It's like how much arms are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. How much legs are you gonna? Like, you yeah. have to get a good balance. Yeah. You should try it once. Yeah, you really should. Yeah, you're really selling it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. But you should try it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know. It's funny that you put Tim on it, though. Oh, I put Tim on it because we would always complain out. about it over practice. You're like, oh man, we just we're so tired from the assault bike. Yeah, he, I think he always was just like, hmm. And so he texted me. And he was like, I need to try it. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's willing to try anything. He, he loves is. workouts. Yeah. He loves his practices. So. Yeah, he tried it. I don't know if he did it again. I'd love to hear about yeah, it. Well, when you guys are talking about long warm-ups, Tim Brewster has the record. He was the other day. Oh he literally was, just <laughs> yeah. killed me. It killed me. He's late to practice if yeah. he isn't there 45 minutes early. No, Because yeah. he's still the last one ready. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing that since he was... Me and Tim have gone back from, like, 14, and he has been the same exact way. I remember it was US, USA <laughs> HP so programs, awesome. and it was, like... I was just getting there, like I'm nervous, whatever. He's been there for 40 minutes, and he's he's like almost ready to go. I'm like, was I supposed to be here? Like, I yeah. didn't get like a warning. He's like, oh, I figured since it started at three, I'll get here at like 1:30, start yeah. warming up. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> and then the, he'll stretch too. Like he's got a whole thing down. When we were in Israel, 
the this Israeli coach was making me laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. He goes, he was watching Tim warm up, and he was like, <laughs> Americans, like just when you think you are ready, they go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Every time we saw him, like we'd pass him in, in town or whatever, and he'd be like. Because <laughs> Tim's band. out there all, oh, all the way. Maybe that's what he was doing in your story <laughs> with the, next to the, the next to the pole. Oh, my so gosh. Is he helping again or no? Um, they're still, well, because he graduated this past quarter. So that's right. He graduated There's early. like different rules for it, but yeah. he was like huge for us last huge. year. He was all over video. He, like, anytime you can, like, get him to hit the ball at you, yeah. he was all over it. So, yeah. anytime, that was big you, for us. anytime any one of us played a lefty, played a lefty, he was out there. He was out there. So I mean, great. he used to play before COVID, because he was there, I think, the year before COVID, mm-hmm. too. He'd come practice with us. Yeah. Because it was more, but then with COVID, I remember there was a certain point in the, season where we didn't have to play we didn't have to have a mask on yeah but the coaches did yeah so he okay. was technically like a coach or yeah. something and so he had to come play with us it's and our and our, our trainer made him keep the mask on yeah because oh, i was like man. timmy pull your mask down what are you doing yeah. he, he's fully hitting and playing like i'm like yeah, yeah. so he pulls it down then the trainer sort of yells it down i'm like i'm so <laughs> it's sorry it's right back up <laughs> yeah. oh. but yeah. then he kept going with the mask on because oh, yeah, that's just good. what timmy brewster that's does just what timmy yeah. is. wow what a legend yeah, gosh. You mentioned uh, you're going through, now we have these higher goals that mm-hmm. you're setting. Do you have any that you've set for this season yet? I don't like to set, like, too personal of a goal. Like, okay. I'm not the kind who, like, I don't want to think about, like, getting a, an award or anything like that because yeah. it is such, like, a team thing. Like, that's really not, like, close to my mind. But I think, for me, it's something more of, like, a non-volleyball more of a mental goal for me is I think I I heard this so much going into Gulf Shores but I did not grasp it enough is like you need to be present because it goes by really fast and if you're not you're gonna forget it and I remember being in this past Gulf Shores and I just was not there like it just was a strange time with quarantine it was a really tough year and like I didn't feel like all the way there and I felt that especially when we were playing LMU and I was just freaked out. And I was just, I remember going up to Jenny and Lee and I was like, you guys, I don't know what to do. I'm just like, I'm checked out. Like I yeah, need yeah. to get in it. So I think a personal goal of mine is like every time I'm with my team, I'm really trying to be present and like practice that so that when it gets to Gulf Shores, like I am there for every single moment. Because yeah. I remember, I, I there's so many moments I remember from Gulf Shores, but like the actual games, like it's pretty hard for me to think back on. And like, Right when the game was over, I was like, "Man, I wish I really like was there for that." Like, yeah. I hate to break it to you, yeah. but it's—I don't remember any. I, yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> yeah. so nervous, and yeah. like, you're watching the—you're trying not to watch the big video yeah. that's playing the countdown for yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, it is all such a blur because there's so much adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Like, as hard as you try, you'll probably be better than me. I don't remember barely anything. Yeah, I remember winning kinda, but like those games are so, there's so yeah. much pressure. And then you hear like this, the other team won a pair or whatever. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh. You're trying not yeah. to focus on it. Yeah. And you're like, Stein's coaching and you're like looking like this. You're pointing your glasses. So I'm trying to look at the scoreboard yeah. to see like what's going on. And he's yeah. you don't look at the yeah. scoreboard. Because the only thing that matters is your game. You can't your control game. anything else. Yeah. But it, it does, it is such a blur because it's, it's just, have you been there? To Gulf Shores? Just like during NCAAs. Mm-mm. It's really like just the coolest. Oh, it's, it's the coolest thing. Crazy atmosphere. Um, I, I think I'm gonna go. Oh, this you year. really should. Yeah, I talked about it with Evan. I'm like, I think I'll I'll go stay with you. Yeah. It's like a two hour drive from yeah. his house. Super close. Yeah. From New Orleans, so we'll just 
the hotels are so expensive to right now, I think. Oh, I'm sure. To book. Because my, my mom wants to go too. Yeah. <laughs> we all want to go watch. We can't get enough. But that is a good goal for you though. Yeah. Cause... And I think a big team one too is like staying neutral. So it's not like when you're like in the weeds and like you're not playing your best, it's like instead of like trying to like pep yourself up by being like overly positive and being like, okay, well like, cause something I used to do is like, okay, well I get one kill and like, I'm back to being me. Like I'm so good, right. like whatever. Or I'd go way opposite and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm horrible right now. Mm -hmm. There's no getting out of this. It's just like state the facts. And it's like, so the other day I was trying, I was super anxious for some reason. I think it was cause it was our first practice back and I was really nervous. And so I like talked to my trainer about it. I was like, I don't know how to shake this. Like my heart's racing. And she was like, well, just like accept it. Like it's a fact you're anxious right now, but that's just what it is. Like yeah. it's also a fact that you're about to go into practice. So it's a fact you're going to pass a ball. And so I think that's something our team's really trying to like nail down right now. It's like the mental side of things. Yeah. Cause we like, you could play a good game of volleyball one day and a bad volleyball game the next. And it doesn't mean like the only difference is your mentality on it. Right. It doesn't mean you were, all of a sudden overnight you became a horrible volleyball player right. it just means that something was off with you that day so that's like a big thing we're trying to focus on right now yeah, yeah. it's it's so cool to see all the things you guys are learning yeah and it's going to help you transition so much especially with totally. the staying present as a pro because mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about four other matches or no, anything yeah. like you just exactly. you're locked in on, on your, your own yeah yeah it's, it's going to help you a lot when you make that jump. I mean, you're already, it's hard to say you make that jump because you're already doing you're it. Already doing <laughs> it. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, I know. It's pretty fun. I love the AVPs. I'm excited for this season too. Yeah. I just couldn't like, I still get so nervous when people ask me to practice and like reaching out to people yeah. like freaks too. me <laughs> out. Like yeah. I, I'll be in my car for like, I'm like 20 minutes early, but I'm in my car just like waiting for that clock to hit so that I could walk up knowing that everybody's already there and like say hi and stuff. So that's also something I'm going to try and be better at this next summer is yeah. just like, it's okay. Everyone's like thinking it and stuff, but yeah, pros are scary. Pros are really that, scary. It, it cracks me up when you guys talk about that because Haley was saying the same thing. She's yeah. like, oh, like how do we text people, ask yeah. for practice? I'm like, Haley, you've got a ninth on the AVP. Like, yeah. People would love to practice yeah. with you and, and yeah. you still kind of do the same thing. Like, Sav, like you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll get easier. Right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> no, it gets better. I feel like now that I'm living here, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm finally, I feel like I'm finally a part of it. You're like in the once community. you have one summer where you qualify, like you're in the player set, you finally feel like okay, I'm doing this. Especially, and that's like before we started, like having you and try in my corner is like. I know because we don't hang out that much outside of this. We should when tries back, but like <laughs> just doing little things like this, where we try and like they're they'll be talking like yeah. you guys are talking, and I'm like. I didn't know that about Travis. Like, that's yeah. the coolest thing ever. And, like, I just learned about them through yeah. this stuff, which is super cool. And so, like, being here more often helps yeah. for sure. And I like to train with people that, like, so I went and I played with Victoria Dennis, Emily Stockman, and Maycraft. And having, I didn't, I don't really know Victoria that well. I don't really know Emily, but I know Maycraft. And I'm like, okay, like, I know yeah. someone. I yeah. feel comfortable. Like, Maycraft yeah. is there. I'm like, okay, I feel comfortable. And, um, I think the more you train with a bunch of different groups, like that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like all over the place, but different partners, different people, yeah. whoever asks, I'll go, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the hardest part was asking, you know, texting people like, yeah. Hey, you're nervous for rejection. You want to practice? And yeah. like, usually they, they, like, they say, yeah, yeah. no, I'm already with this person or I'm not available this time, yeah. or maybe next time, whatever. Um, but you, from what he's told me and what I've done is you just have to put yourself out there. And what the worst someone can say is, 
No. Yeah. I don't know. And then you yeah. just go beat him the next time you play him. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's the mindset hey, I yeah, have. Fire you up. <laughs> you want to play with me? Okay, let's. Well, I'll play against you, and I have a little chip on my shoulder. Like, yeah, you of course, play it's with good. Me? It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. That's a but good thing. Everyone's been so nice, and I think people understand when it's your first time. I remember mm-hmm. I was training with Kalinsky, and I was so nervous. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so good. But like, her coach Evie was so calm and so mellow, mm-hmm. and she was so friendly. I'm like, wow. And it's yeah. weird because. For me, I had never played an AVP until this summer because I did so much indoor. Like it's the, it's weird when we be like we're the pros because you could be in high school and play an AVP event like mm-hmm. Megan Delaney did yeah. and you did and mm-hmm. like so it's just it's a weird thing to differentiate like oh you're in college and you're a pro but you went and competed against pros and beat them mm-hmm. so it's just where do you draw the line there's they're kind of in our sport there isn't really a line I feel like because mm-hmm. you can go play and compete with all these people. Yeah. So that's kind of the funny part about our sport is, I don't know, I'm doing all these lot of vacations. Most professional athletes don't do this stuff that we're doing. Yeah. It's just such an interesting dynamic yeah. of learning. And I think just diving diving into it and accepting it and being comfortable with it is the best way to do it. Yeah. I mean, you've proven yourself completely. So just keep believing in yourself. And yeah. if you want to practice with someone, then text them. Yeah. It's scary. I'll but try it. No. Are you able to accept prize money now with the NLI thing? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Good yeah. for you guys. Yeah. yeah. I love that that's allowed. Oh, me too. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any sponsors or anything? No. I mean, it's the same thing that like me and we were talking about earlier is it's like, I think that part's really scary. Like yeah. putting yourself out there on social media and stuff. And I'm also just like, in my head, it's like, oh, that's a future problem. Like, you yeah. know what? If I want to cross that road, I'll do that later. Yeah. But yeah. So UCLA is your sponsor right now. You get UCLA is my sponsor. Yeah, that's the, that's the epitome of UCLA culture right there. Of course, yeah. love that. Sweet. <laughs> love that. We've kept you here for a while, Def. We appreciate all your time. So good to see you again. Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm here. It's a bucket list. Oh, this is not my bucket, bucket list. list. <laughs> I told like my mom, cute. I was like, "This is it. This is happening." I love your mom. You gotta give her a big hug. Tell the parents we said hi. We will definitely. But is there any Anything that we missed, anything you want to mention uh, that we might have might not have covered? No, I don't think so. I think we covered it. Right yeah. on. Follow along. Yeah, season. follow along. Yeah. Well, how, can we, how can we follow you and how can we follow uh, your, um, your season? My Instagram is <laughs> Dev Newberry. That's how you follow me. And then UCLA Beach Volleyball. They, I mean, you'll see it. They, they, they're all on Instagram. They like posting. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. That's how you follow. Well, we used to ask uh, kind of a final question to our guests, which mm-hmm. is like one piece of advice you'd give to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player mm-hmm. but I would say we could kind of tweak it to what would you what piece of advice would you give to a high schooler who wants to play NCAA beach volleyball mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that to start like work start your work ethic now like get ahead of the game if I could go back four years ago five years ago and had the same like mindset that I have now, I could only imagine where I would be. And yeah. I don't like to think about that. But <laughs> if I if high schoolers started playing that way, like the way that they're gonna play in college now, I think that it's gonna gonna up the level. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Having you on well, thanks for yeah. having me, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. So good yeah. to have Sav. Someone back. I'm back. I'm going to Mexico tomorrow, but I'll be back in a week. <laughs> Adios. Peace. Peace.